0: It's been a busy weekend here at Emerald City Comic Con. <laughs> a lot going on.
1: It's amazing what they do downtown.
0: Yeah, or actually in the booths. I mean, you can get a tattoo.
1: <laughs> or a sex change. Or a sex
0: change. Um, the tattoo thing is true. That is something that you can get at Emerald City Comic Con.
1: That was so weird.
0: I, it was. What was weird was going down that aisle, and you could hear the buzzing. There's this constant buzzing. I thing. didn't even
1: hear that. I did not notice that.
0: Yeah, you could as you as you got near to where the tattooing was going on, there was there was. I just
1: I just thinking of all of the humanity at any convention and the amount of illness that goes around. Like everybody knows, you go to a convention. (laughs) Sorry to make you nearly sick. You go to a convention, and there you get you come home sick. Like you just do. Right. So so here's people having their bodies minorly but still cut open a bit. And all of those germs can just pour right in.
0: They yeah. I mean they're, they're literally floating in the air. I mean there, there, is, there not only is there con crud, which is the, the sickness you get after, there's right. con funk. Right? <laughs> yeah. you,
1: That's so true.
0: You walk in and there's something in the atmosphere. And
1: there's there's people lined up to get a tattoo. Please but, enter the funk and crud.
0: Yeah. It, but it, well it's Seattle.
1: That's a good name for a band.
0: I, I think Seattle invented funk and crud. No, I enter
1: was, the funk and crud, the whole thing.
0: Well no, I see. I was, before there was grunge, there was funkin no, so crud.
1: Enter the funk and crud.
0: So this is the illogical associates, <laughs> uh, however many shots cough podcast. <laughs> the, that is the sound of your host Anna losing it with water. I am your host Mark. I'm Blue.
1: now covered in water. <laughs> I hate
0: and for your enjoyment, we uh, well, no. We've been spending the past three days, four days?
1: It's Sunday. I arrived Thursday. You arrived I, Friday I arrived, at 12.05. Yes. <laughs> 12.15. Um, three to four days.
0: Three to four days in lovely Seattle, Washington. It
1: is
0: gorgeous. For the Emerald City Comic Con.
1: Minus the freezing cold. Even the yeah.
0: cold was nice sometimes, so.
1: Minus the freezing cold. Right. And the... On and off rain.
0: Ah, oh, the rain. is, is it, was, it was like a <coughs> traffic light. You know?
1: It was. Really, and now it's on. And now it's off. And now it's yellow.
0: Yep. It's a little gray. Oh, it's bright sunshine. <laughs> it, was, it, it was pretty exciting. So it was
1: where you had to wear your warm coat to walk to the convention center. And then you get in and it's delightfully warm. So right. then you're carrying a very a heavy, heavy coat. warm coat yes. all day long.
0: Yeah. With this, we did not uh, exhibit at this convention. Uh, So we didn't have a booth where we could dump stuff. We were actually, we were freelancing it. We were soloing it. We were camelbacking it.
1: So next year, even if we don't want to exhibit, we should just buy an artist alley table. get to dump stuff at. And we will charge other people. See, they don't have a coat check. We will create a coat check.
0: There you go. Oh, my. That's almost better than the nap idea. (laughs) Don't reveal! Sorry, sorry, sorry. You heard nothing. (laughs) I'm going to pause this now. Welcome back, and if you've just begun, welcome to Theological Associates Podcast. Anna is your host. I am. I'm your other host.
1: You are? It's good to know. Who am I? Uh, Mark Masterson. Really, what do I do? Things and writing.
0: Things and writing. Anna, I would say you run the business.
1: I run many things.
0: You run the cards? You run the table.
1: (laughs) I play poker. I, 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 I manage you make.
0: you facilitate. I
1: facilitate. I am um, the. I come up with questions. I come up with problems for other people to solve.
0: All right. Okay. Well, right. No, I see. I come to you with an idea. You find the problem and then give it to someone else to solve.
1: Yes, you come up with the idea. I say, how about this? Let's make somebody do that. All right. Because I don't want to do the work.
0: All right. This was originally entitled the Six Shots Podcast. Now in its. Uh, this is our second and second. a half episode.
1: We're so far in. We're, we're, it's just been years.
0: Um, our release schedule is non-existent. <laughs> um, it's yes. <laughs> yes. You know what? We say yes to the universe. <laughs> yes. That's, you know what? Do you want a podcast? We're, yes.
1: Yes. So I realized Mark was serious that we would actually podcast tonight and I realized that I had not done the alleged six shots, so I set forth right. to my nearly full bottle of Hornitos, which I apologize. Hornitos
0: to... is not a state of mind. Hornitos is an a...
1: is a state of mind. <laughs> I I apologize to the alcohol gods for buying a full bottle Thursday that I've barely tapped into. This,
0: this has been a very strange convention for We're us. we barely drunk. Yeah. it have been, uh, been
1: entirely too sober.
0: We, well, we've been working.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's... When are Actually, we this productive? the Kickstarter funding. That's
0: right. We have good news. Now you don't care about the news. You want to hear about Emerald City Comic? Everybody
1: knows it's funded by now. Yeah. So, so I set to the nearly full bottle of hornitos in the last twenty minutes.
0: I keep saying hornitos. You're not telling people what it is.
1: Tequila.
0: All right. Thank you. And it and sounds and like then I had a bottle of hornets.
1: It, it <laughs> is, in my stomach and brain, and and then I had somewhere between what a bartender would give. Oh, God, it's like a double or triple. So I had four to eight shots of lots of um, tequila. And so I I am officially, as you hear this, not at all sober.
0: It's been about 15 minutes. I think she just. Sounds right.
1: She went over a cliff. You've been drinking Jack and Diet Coke,
0: various forms of whiskey. And
1: you're entirely sober.
0: Yeah, but you know that's because I'm an expert at these things.
1: It's really you're a professional drinker. I, you're no, you're no. a writer. You have to be.
0: There's a quote that um, there's a quota. There's a, there, there is a quota. You sign up for the Writers Guild. They say, <laughs> look, you have to consume this many ounces per month. How and do drink, you
1: drink? You have to sleep this little and right. drink this much.
0: Right here's here's your coffee ration. Here's your whiskey quota. <laughs> um, and you can do it all at once at the beginning of the month if you want. <laughs> you, can, you can pace it out. <laughs> um, but you know, if you don't, it, it's a it's a government program mm-hmm. to subsidize the corn guys that make the whiskey. So you know, it's just part of our obligation.
1: The bottom line is you're still sober. I True. think I think I think listeners, we will have to post a photo of this bottle of Hornitos and this and Sadly, Jack,
0: sadly full. Bob. Sadly,
1: full bottle of Hornitos and Jack, so you can guys can see. The reality, the truthiness of of our alcoholic states, I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I just like, and on <laughs> that
0: bombshell. I,
1: just, I like to pretend I'm one on TV.
0: That sound you heard was not an inappropriate, that was this chair. I just want to be clear. <laughs>
1: it sounded squeaky, it didn't sound inappropriate. All right, that, not like a growling stomach of angriness.
0: The, my,
1: <laughs> you need to drink more alcohol.
0: I will drink more alcohol, and we'll stop discussing personal bodily functions. Your
1: stomach is angry. Drink your alcohol. It'll calm the loud, roaring things.
0: So, Emerald City Comic Con.
1: So, it started with... I arrived Thursday afternoon. I was supposed to arrive Thursday evening, and our flights would have arrived within five minutes of each other, very conveniently. uh,
0: I'll return to my question from our earlier podcast.
1: What was the question?
0: Will you talk about things that aren't you?
1: No. So, I arrived Thursday... (laughs) For the DC summit for retailers. Okay, on, are we? Are Are we going
0: to get news on? I can.
1: I can. Can get we reveal? News. All right. it's hey, not going to be a dick. But it's but, all about me. I'm going to talk about DC now.
0: My my question is, are we going to release this podcast in time for there? Sure. That this uh, still be news. The
1: news doesn't release for a month. Really? I mean, well, like there's the press release that came out, but there's all kinds of news. Insider old, exclusive new people. <laughs> So so, I arrived for the DC summit, and I love that it was held in a giant hall that could fit several hundred, and there was about forty of us.
0: Was it was it in the actual Washington State Convention Center? The yeah. Was, okay. Um, do you remember? Was it like Hall A, B, C? Was it the main hall?
1: No, or? it was in in the weird Escher building that is this convention center. Mm-hmm. It was...
0: Actually, yeah, Actually, asking someone to remember where something was in this is impossible because it is not a real space. It,
1: it This is true. It was in... It was it was 3AB, I believe, is the right hall. Okay. So, so Diamond or DC, I'm not sure which, provided us uh, some lovely beverages and snacks, which was nice.
0: Over oh, It was an open bar? Uh,
1: afterwards, it was uh, wine and beer, which you know I don't drink, so that was useless. Right. Okay. Um, and, and hot food. Um, but it was it was lovely. So Chris Powell, who is a friend of mine that I, I didn't realize, got promoted to VP of Thingamajig at Diamond Comics. Oh,
0: good. I'm, this I'm glad. This is actually really
1: it's a really important promotion, and I should know the actual title. I, I, I'm glad
0: the listeners are aware that Thingamajig <laughs> is being covered.
1: It is. It's just by funny your friend Chris. I know a person who's a senior VP. of a VP or a senior VP of a major company.
0: Well, why is Diamond a major company? We Monopoly. Should... <laughs> I, I didn't mean why um, <laughs> in, in the sense of, of causal. I mean, why should the listeners... How, how would the listeners understand that this is a major company?
1: If, if you want to buy a comic recently, then you've probably gone to an online comic book store or a uh, physical comic book store. And all of those comics were purchased through Diamond Comic Distributors because there's only one... Distributor for all paper comics, and that is Diamond Comic Distributors. So they are the distributor for American and Canadian comics around the world. And they also have a, a side uh, Diamond Book Distributors, where they distribute to uh, Barnes & Noble and oh. Borders. Okay. I giggle at Borders. Um, no, because Borders, Barnes Borders, and Noble. Doesn't, Borders <laughs> yeah. doesn't exist. The bookstores. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So, yeah. So, so
0: knowing a guy who is the senior... B, uh, the who, VP. who is a VP. Yeah. Of, this this uh, who
1: who, who deigns to be friends with me still, right? We're, who we're, also backed our Kickstarter.
0: Hey, ties right in, folks.
1: Yeah, a darling man. So his name is Chris Powell. So um, so he was there, and it was great to see him. And then Jim Lee and Dan Didio, who some of you may have heard of.
0: Jim Lee and Dan—they're the co-publishers of DC Comics.
1: Uh, There's some of them.
0: I don't know. I don't know, like one was president. One was.
1: They're, titles change so often, I really don't care to, you know, they're,
0: memorize. They're the head creative, the head cre- head editorial people yeah. at DC.
1: They they definitely DC have to go to all the comics. they have to go to all the meetings.
0: Okay, right. So.
1: so, um, they're lovely gentlemen. I don't care what anybody says. They were really, really nice, and they answered all of the incredibly annoying questions us extremely sober and angry and tired retailers had. It was They were awesome. So they revealed... The upcoming weekly series that are going to be coming out by DC Comics um, starting in March and April. Free Comic Book Day is in May. and. Free
0: Comic Book Day is not a day when all comics are free. I'm sad to report. I know there have been rumors that everyone comes in and thinks, oh, all the comics are free. No, no, no. You can't just loot the shop on that day. Free Comic Book Day is a day in May when certain select titles are made free to the public to promote general awareness of comic books and reading
1: and literacy and, yeah and
0: whatever Marvel movies coming out that weekend
1: but your retailer that's giving them to you for free paid for them right so buy stuff from their store or give to the charity they may be fundraising for because they spent hundreds to thousands of dollars to assist in this international day which I think is the 12th year this year actually but we're getting off topic slightly not entirely but slightly so um so DC comics revealed their new weekly series. Um, The big event coming out is their new September event, which will be in the May previews. It will not be in the usual July previews, previews being the catalog that lists all comics coming two months hence.
0: Are we getting too deep in the weeds on the...
1: I don't know. Sears Robux size catalog of comics, toys...
0: Sears Robux.
1: Love them. Love their catalog. What happened with a catalog? Though?
0: Well, I'm, I'm saying, is that a reference that anyone will understand now? Sure. Because...
1: <laughs> people are age. If you're over the age of... 132 32. I'm going to say 32. <laughs> I don't know if my husband knows. Serious Roblox. Oh, it's my birthday today. Happy birthday. Hey. Anyway. You're 98.
0: Yep. Spring chicken. <laughs> so, um, what... what Somebody who casually reads comics. What what DC thing is exciting for them?
1: Um, The Batman Eternal comic coming out.
0: I had a friend ask me if I'd gone to the panel about Batman Eternal, and you didn't. I didn't. uh, But Scott Snyder is writing it.
1: Yeah, and that's that's going to be weekly. So uh,
0: weekly for how many weeks?
1: I uh, just shy of a year. Okay. Uh, All of these, um, they're doing a big, huge event with a bunch of titles. The weekly titles and the new titles that are going to be starting in September. And they will be quote-unquote ending in March. I'd say wrapping up and starting to something cool and new. March 2015.
0: Okay, so probably some bait and switch going on. They're like, oh, I'll have to buy... Forty-eight issues of this.
1: What do no, the weekly stuff uh, they're is a you into something
0: else. It's
1: it's well the, you know it's a big event. It's not a reboot. It is not a reboot. It's just a bunch. I want to be really clear. It's not the new fifty-two thing. It's it's actually I actually asked them. It's forty-two titles that are going to be having a cool new three D covers like the new cool three D covers that happened last year. If you're a retailer listening to this, I laugh with you. What um, retailers
0: might be listening? To this? Do you think anyone remotely human is listening? Uh,
1: Craig Lipachinski out of Waukesha, uh, Wisconsin, who owns Neptune Comics, is probably just nice enough to me to listen to this. And okay. his wife Lisa, who co owns it with him.
0: And now he owes us 75 cents for advertising?
1: No, he's a sweetheart. Okay. So, no. Everybody else, yes. All right. So, we're not mentioning you unless you send us a check for 75 cents. Right. Um, please don't send it. Postage due. Um, so, uh, um, DC has big event with cool, pretty new covers coming out in September.
0: Oh, they're gonna be they're gonna be like lenticular, I hear.
1: Yes, and they're <laughs> gonna be different than the three D covers they came out last year because it will be where you adjust the image, and it is an image of that character five years hence in the character's world. Okay, so
0: what sort of person buys a book just for its cover?
1: These will also be number ones, and a phenomenal number of people like to collect number ones to either resell them or collect them.
0: Okay, so what kind of shallow person buys something just because of the number and the cover?
1: So the New 52 that started two years ago, Mm -hmm. millions were sold. That. That kind of person.
0: So millions of shallow, shallow
1: people. Now you're offending all of our listeners. Good job. (laughs) Well done.
0: I'm I'm, I'm weeding out the chaff. Like, <laughs> look, if you're, you like what you like, but really, I was taught not to judge a book by its cover.
1: <laughs> you have to for DC. <laughs> yes. Duh. So um, actually, there's a ton of news coming out from DC, and if you want to read more, then you should
0: we, probably we, we, listen
1: to the next podcast where I, I will. You read your. I'll be notes. reading my notes. Yes. I, I took five pages of notes. Okay.
0: Well, that's that's just, so. That was your Thursday.
1: It was th- that was my Thursday evening with the crappy open bar. Sorry, Diamond at DC, it was crappy. There's no hard alcohol. And well, then, no, it's
0: uh, not crappy, but not for your not to your taste. Therefore crappy. So, welcome to the Anacentric Podcast.
1: <laughs> and I'm not even the narcissist in this company. <laughs> exactly.
0: I <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the beauty of this. So, that was the yeah, that was Thursday. Although
0: Anacentric, it almost sounds like eccentric. Yeah. We could call it the Anacentric Podcast.
1: We could. So then um when well, then what oh, so then a bunch of us went to the Sheridan, which where we found out here at Emerald City Comic Con, if you want to be oh, cool sh- sh-
0: don't 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 tell them the secret of where the cool people go.
1: Go to the hotel that rhymes with the name Meriton. Oh my god. That's within a quarter mile, we'll say, <laughs> of the convention <laughs> yes, center.
0: Not directly across the street. It, it may or... or may
1: not be immediately next to the convention center. Um and uh so uh Chris Powell, known as CP, uh took Uh, us, uh, two other Diamond people who are very awesome, another retailer, who would probably also listen to this, Kelly Dowd out of Canada.
0: That's 75 cents American, not Canadian. He
1: can send me a loony. I've always wanted to own a loony. Okay, very good. A loon? No, loony. And then, uh, who else was with us? There was another fellow sitting next to me. Uh,
0: Probably the president of the United States, Barack Obama.
1: (laughs) I really wouldn't know. So, So we sat around getting... Horribly drunk with this fantastic waitress. Pretty good food. <laughs> at, at the Mariton quote okay. unquote.
0: <laughs> okay, so the, the, drink, the drunkenness was horrible, but the waitress was fantastic.
1: No. Yeah. Horrible, fantastic. Like, horrible, like, hey, that was badass. You know, like, that was really great. Yeah. No, the waitress was great. Brought mm. me a double shot the second time when I'd asked for a single. Mm. Accidentally, quote unquote, brought CP a whole extra drink.
0: So what do you think? Do you think our main theme is comics or alcohol? Alcohol,
1: clearly. <laughs> and then, um, and then, uh, so that was the evening. And then, and then throughout the entire evening, you texting me how mm. much later your flight was delayed mm. and the horrible people you had to sit next to. And all I thought was, actually, no, I was laughing so hard. I had to keep narrating to everybody at the table why I was laughing so hard. Uh,
0: I'm glad I could entertain. Yeah. Um, at a certain leg of my of my journey from Orange County, California... To Seattle, Washington, uh, I was surrounded by testosterone fueled teenage lacrosse players. And
1: we know lacrosse players thanks to Whittier College. Yes. That's funny.
0: Um, who were just, they were loud and boisterous and just.
1: The game they played? You said they played. Pass? Oh,
0: smash or pass.
1: Hot. Classy, yes. classy.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Every female that walked by, they would indicate whether they would smash them or pass on them. So the,
1: And that's like, before you got on the plane And then you right. got on the plane And sat next to the best plane mate ever
0: Yes, yes this lovely woman um, She just sat down And she immediately Reached into the front pocket She <laughs>
1: should not drink water
0: <laughs> and, and pulled out uh, The air sickness bag And I thought, oh, okay well, She's just seeing what's around <coughs> Then she reached She was on the aisle seat I was on the window seat She reached to the middle seat pocket and pulled out the air sickness bag. That's so fucked up. And then she looked at me and I leaned forward to my pocket <laughs> and she said, Oh thank you and I pulled out the air sickness bag and handed it to her and she said, I know I'm going to need these
1: Which is a good way to start a flight, but it's already two hours late.
0: Yes. And she said, You know, it's just it's flying at night. I don't know what it is, but I just I I took the right medicine for it, but I'm not sure that I'm going to be, you know, even my own family doesn't want to sit next to me. They sent me back here.
1: That text quote, even my family doesn't want to sit next to me. I was laughing so hard. I had to explain everything (laughs) I had. I'd been narrating to that point. I'm like, okay, you guys really have to understand how bad this is.
0: (laughs) So they're, they're, they're sweaty, flappy boys and, and a middle-aged woman, like nervously eyeing the bathroom. Oh,
1: you're, you're middle-aged now. Uh, Your yes. birthday makes a w- you a
0: woman similar to my age. <laughs> um, within a range, you know. Uh, she, she 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 was fine. She, she was at least a bit good humored about it. I mean, she didn't. She was nervous, but she didn't seem um, panicky. You know.
1: That's good. You don't want a vomity person. To panic. No,
0: but but she absolutely insisted she needed the aisle seat. <coughs>
1: So she She could run to the bathroom. So she
0: could get to the bathroom. Um, Spoilers, folks. Uh, As far as I know, she did not use the air sickness bags. I zoned out. Uh, Approximately five minutes after all this, I put on my really great headphones and started watching Doctor Who episodes, Um, (laughs) completely tuning out the horror that was going on around me.
1: So you you were supposed to arrive at, like, 10.45 10.45 or so Thursday night. No, no, it was night.
0: like
1: 10.20. It was, yeah.
0: early, it was early.
1: Thursday yeah. night. And yeah. instead you arrived Friday morning at 12...
0: It, it was like 12.20. Thing. And and then... And by
1: the time you got here, I had fallen asleep.
0: Yeah, no, it was at least 1 a.m. by the time I got to the hotel room.
1: That was great. And then, um, and then because you're a girl, uh, we stayed up talking.
0: Oh, because I'm a girl. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. not, not because of my girl. No, of, because
1: you are a girl. We stayed up... Until ridiculous hours catching well, look, up. Because we haven't you, seen you, each other for a month and a half. If you
0: can't have a slumber party with your business partner...
1: Who can you have one Who can, with? can
0: you have a slumber party? At the party?
1: age of 43.
0: Happy birthday! So... the happy birthday podcast.
1: So, uh, because a device in this room, and we had two iPads and two phones, and my computer was buzzing every 15 minutes.
0: Remember when I wondered whether this might get too personal? Yeah. Why do people want to hear about this? Because
1: they need to know I slept like an hour and a half Thursday, Friday night, Thursday night.
0: Oh, that's true. The okay, night, I guess, I guess we're explaining. How, this is our review. Anna was of barely City.
1: conscious on Friday, yet. Yes. <laughs> plummeted through the day.
0: We need to, yeah, for the context of the review of the of the Emerald City Comic Con, you need to know that Anna did not sleep.
1: I slept like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, as I went around and systematically. Would wake you and say, what the fuck is going off?
0: I'm not a girl because of that joke earlier about the sex change. You are a girl. I'm just a girl because...
1: You're a girl. Yes. So so you you would wake from your deep slumber because you're sleeping through the goddamn vibration. Because who cares? Because the vibration. So you don't have a child that you know you wake up the now So I would then I started. Welcome just turning... to the one person has a child, the other one doesn't podcast. Right. So I would just start turning off. I started turning off all electrical devices after I tried just sleeping with my phone under my pillow to see if it was randomly going off. So yeah, so barely any sleep. So then, so then Friday, the first day of the convention.
0: Yeah. Great. Um, what did
1: we do? We went.
0: We went to the convention. Um, there, there's tons of stuff. Here's the thing about Emerald City Comic Con.
1: It's it's big.
0: It's big, and it didn't. We, we first came to the second year of this convention. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Ten years ago.
1: That yeah, it was ten years ago.
0: And there were maybe five or six thousand attendees. I think at that time. I
1: think it may be more that like Margo Margo Kidder set up behind us.
0: That wasn't that was
1: that. Was not, yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. White sheet dividing us and her, and she was doing signings. That was in Emerald City? Yes, it was. And, and so Autograph Alley, technically, was right behind us in, in the big room.
0: No. It was a one-day
1: convention. Yes. I so clearly... That was my first convention. How could I forget? I, I guess. I was like, this is common. You get movie stars just signing behind your booth all the time. Didn't, like, we take a do? Didn't we take a limo into the... Well, that I don't remember, but I remember Marco Kidder. And,
0: uh... Well, I think you're high.
1: I'm drunk, definitely. Okay. And, uh, no, that was, it was... <laughs> if it was Wasn't that, that... was that our first San Diego? No. No, because Katie was with us, and it was a small booth, and we were still trying to figure out what to set up, and... No, no, no.
0: See, I thought we were next to John Lustig and the Last Kiss comics, and, and Wolf and Bird...
1: Gosh, yeah. No, that was an extra. John Lustig, by the way, creates amazing greeting cards using pop art and then rewriting what they say, so it's hysterical and yeah. dirty. And you can uh, also subscribe to his daily newsletter with these cartoons. Yeah, you
0: get you get them delivered.
1: Lustig, L-U-S-T-I-G. Sh-
0: shows in the new Shotes.
1: What? <laughs> so... Okay, so at a convention that Margot Kidder sat behind us, or not, because she sat behind us at one convention, <clears throat> we went to the one day. We went to the one day. T- 2004 is when we started. No, it I, was don't, small. I don't I don't think it we was flew cozy.
0: up. We didn't fly up for one day. It had to have been two days by then.
1: I don't remember. This is 10 years ago. I've had a child. So, um.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the one of us <laughs> had a child. child.
1: So. It was small. It was like Big Wow for people in the Bay Area. It was like a Big Wow Comic Fest. It was cozy. It was cute. It was um, the, the amicable. Big, the
0: big draw, I remember, was Penny Arcade.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Penny Arcade, had, they had longer lines than, I mean, like DC and Marvel didn't even have booths or anything no, like that. No, it was still
1: so small. So then, now we flash forward to this year, sold out before the convention started by about two months. Yep. 70,000 uh, attendees, the entire downtown convention center, the Washington Convention Center packed with so much stuff they actually had to move across the street to the like expansion convention center. Right. Thing.
0: There's a conference center as well. Where
1: they had the gaming and Legos and, 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 the, 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 and no, more. The
0: gaming was at the church. it was actually in three buildings.
1: Yeah, so they've expanded so much. So it's just huge. And the main difference between it and Comic Con of San Diego, the International San Diego Comic Convention, is that there's no major movie studios. There's right. no television studios no I
0: mean th- there are celebrities here absolutely I mean, there are people from TV programs and for movies and things like that but the the studios themselves are not dominating with these
1: the floor and these, everything. these
0: huge multimedia booths
1: yeah it's still regular booths like yeah. you would find anywhere except yeah. Marvel wouldn't find their booth
0: no Marvel didn't Marvel didn't, uh, yeah, they didn't have a booth so
1: but it's still very. But it, much... even
0: D.C.'s was modest.
1: Yeah. So so here's yeah. here's how it's different and better from Comic Con International for San Diego. It, it it's it's still comic book uh, focused. Yeah. Um, it's still absolutely for the geek, not people who heard about a th- show that's been sold out for a few years and now want to go sure, see everybody. Sure. Or, everybody's or seen. the
0: um, you know the, the Hollywood type who wants to have a party. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um. It was it was easily fifty-fifty men women.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, huge.
1: For, for creators and and for everybody, for attendees, for for exhibitors, it was absolutely normal land, which I put a lot of stake on, if I know to be very important. And and I estimate no less than 40% of the people who came were in some kind of costume.
0: Right, I, I mean, 40% may, may be modest. Yeah. There, there was a ton of creativity on display.
1: From everything from, from Muppets to movies.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's the the diversity of creative cos, fabulous. cosplay. Fabulous!
1: It was fabulous. It was so, a, a delightful atmosphere of happy geekness. Really right. good. There was there was no yeah. there was no angry. I'm in lines for forever. I mean, thing. And people
0: there were still lines yes. to wait in. There were still crowding in the aisles. But I, it was
1: happy waiting.
0: Right. It, it, it was It wasn't sweaty miserable. My God, these no. nerds are oppressing me no.
1: and, and and the people who managed the lines the Emerald City staff and the oh, yeah. convention staff at, at San Diego for those of you who attended the the convention staff as you know the blue coats are very angry they don't know what's going on they cannot answer a single question and they just want you to show their badge and show your badge and and go where you're supposed to go and there's not a lot of because
0: once you're out of there next week they have to deal with the Republicans exactly you know whatever
1: exactly and then and the the convention staff is there's just not very many of them Mm -hmm. whereas at this one the convention staff were all in the same brightly neon colored shirts green shirts yeah they were very friendly
0: Friendly and knowledgeable.
1: Very knowledgeable. Everybody had a map. Very sweet and kind. And the convention center staff, exactly the same. They wore their uniform. Also all had maps. Also very friendly. Yeah, And and if
0: they didn't know, they could point you to someone who did.
1: Yeah. And this convention was founded by a gentleman named Jim DeMonacos, who co-owns a couple of stores in uh, Oregon.
0: It's only 50 cents for you, Jim. Because yeah. uh, we didn't name what stores they were.
1: Exactly. And um, and he's been doing this for forever. And I'm honored he's a friend of mine.
0: Yep.
1: And we had the opportunity to run into him Saturday night and tell him how happy we were. Except yeah. I complained about the lack of retailer stuff. Welcome
0: to the Anacentric Complaining Podcast.
1: Yes. <laughs> but that's that's the difference between Comic-Con is every all the retailers have to do this in this not all of them. No. And and there, there, are good go. pe-
0: there are good people who work at San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, we've known people and worked with people who...
1: You Exhibitors,
0: know. you mean? No, no, the, the people who... Oh, the staff? The staff. I mean, individuals. We know individuals. Oh, yeah. Are, yeah.
1: Sam, Justin, great but, people. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But they're not on the floor, yeah. and they're not the co-founders. They're working for the... Jim right. is the founder,
0: mm-hmm. and he
1: was... You know, he's accessible, and he's yeah. a sweetheart, and... No yeah. ego. He's just, he's like so proud this is big and he's really happy everybody's yeah. into it and just this great guy. And um, and so I told him he needed to add more retailer stuff. But um, yeah, just overall, mm-hmm. clearly, great convention.
0: If, if you enjoy storytelling and you enjoy the uh, creators who make it and you want to meet those people and you want to do it in a good atmosphere, really this this is the place to go rather than san diego in july
1: and it has small press people like alternative press expo Mm -hmm. and um
0: and all the names from dc all the people you love i mean and also marvel writers and creators i mean because people people aren't exclusive to them and it's Uh, not
1: corporate run like a wizard world it's it's jim and and his people all running it so it's really it's able to be more flexible and, and adapt to people's needs, and the, the hundreds, I think, of panels they had to appeal to everybody. That, that, was,
0: that was, actually, if I have to have a complaint, it's just there was so much going on. At certain times, it was impossible to choose what you wanted to go to.
1: Like, what we, we had the sex criminals panel we wanted to go to at the same time as Bob Shrek's panel. Bob Shrek was
0: talking, and also a podcasting panel, which yeah. I bet we could have used some of their lessons. <laughs> Shut, <laughs> Shut
1: up! Sh- Shut we went up. to that. We learned a lot. You have no idea. Because you weren't there. Because that's why you Yeah. <laughs> we know what we're doing. So, well,
0: we're, we're doing it.
1: Uh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's it, true. I mean, there's pages and pages and pages of panels. Mm-hmm. Nothing for retailers. Pages and pages and pages for panels. And, and it was... I mean, that's fabulous. Mm-hmm. I think the one difference between it and, and conventions held in the Bay Area, you know, anime and stuff, is if they could have the convention center open at night... They could have had panels going well into the hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they would have been full. Just absolutely full. Because everybody's staying locally right here. It's not like you have to travel far away to, to attend. I mean, to mm-hmm. attend a daily event here, because everybody's already here. Yeah. So, um, one yeah, I mean, one um they, they could have absolutely had panels going all night long. You know,
0: um, uh, the, the one convention I've been going to consistently over the past five years is the Gallifrey one convention in in, in L A, and I've noticed they've actually toned down their late night, um, panels. And, and that's a convention where everyone really is on site. I mean, almost everyone is with, in hotels hotel. within. Yeah. And uh, they used to have several, and I think they've cut back on them because they're just not that well attended. E- even in that situation where
1: everybody's <laughs> in the lobby drinking, they don't want to step fifty feet away into a panel.
0: Exactly. <laughs> You know, because then you have to listen to just one person.
1: That's really yeah. funny. Well, yeah. this doesn't have the central lobby for drinking. I mean, the Meriton does. Right. But 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 this, I, I think that would still work. 70,000 attendees. Panels would have been full.
0: Yeah, you could have. Actually, it would have been better. If, if you could get some celebrities to agree, you could have spread that out over yep. time. Because, uh, again, even though it isn't media-dominated, they do have media stars, and those panels were very... Not only were they well-attended, to the point where I couldn't get to see Karen Gillan this afternoon.
1: Even though we were an hour early, yeah.
0: Um, they were also very well... We should talk about the organization, the lines.
1: They, The brilliant thing I like about this convention is the economy mm-hmm. and their belief in humanity. So we go to see the role, the not Ron, per- yeah, the Ron Perlman mm-hmm. uh, talk, and and uh, how they had lines organized before they walk you into the large hall is they had electrical tape on the floor for well, you to stand in in your curved line. So instead of having stanchions with ropes, it was go stand in your. You're Yeah, you're yeah just, just follow
0: the lines on the floor. And even comic creators, people out in the booth in the Artist Alley area, if they knew they were going to be popular, they had lines laid out on the floor in painter's tape, gaffer's tape, whatever it is. Yeah. Um,
1: and everybody was very, very reasonable about standing in these lines. There was yeah. no pushing, shoving, I want to get ahead.
0: And, and if a line started to get long, like it was going to get out into, it was going to block the aisle, they'd cap it. There would be a green-shirted person there right away.
1: With the sign, with the this sign. is the end of the line. Yeah. And, it was, and they were so cheery. Right. That girl at the, the one booth where you're trying to get the kitty coat for your wife. Yeah, yeah and the, 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 there was a girl there. This is so great. I thought she was just a fan, and then I realized she was a green shirt. Yeah. <laughs> she was so happy and jumping, and it was the end of the convention, and she had all the energy. Yeah. It was the, fabulous.
0: They, they were really well organized about managing lines and managing people's expectations. Yeah. Um, so anyway but we can't what I,
1: compliment this convention enough
0: what I was saying before is if you could have if you could have done like two Ron Perlman's like one early one late night you know <laughs> yeah. split it up so that
1: <laughs> he would have been that kind yeah, yeah
0: you could you you definitely I think that would have gotten demand
1: yeah so so let's see that was uh, so Friday we skimmed and Saturday <laughs> Friday we skimmed through just now and then Saturday Friday
0: we were impressed
1: yes and then Friday Saturday Saturday we got more sleep
0: no no
1: same no. amount of sleep
0: no, maybe maybe slightly more sleep, but, but we woke up early because we wanted to do things.
1: No, <laughs> no, I woke up early because I'm used to waking up early.
0: Because you have a child. Because
1: yeah, a child. <laughs> but normally I sleep and then I go back to sleep, and for some reason here I didn't, and and so uh, and then we had Saturday, and what did we do Saturday? We we managed. We met up with our friends, the Joe Voggs.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, excellent. Excellent people who are both uh, Oz people and Doctor Who people, so we have a lot in common. Uh, we've known them for years.
1: And they they run the the Winky Con newsletter. They write Laura Jovog, who is a um, journalist.
0: Journalist and her right. husband Eric, who is a, a teacher by profession, but is like the most sassy, enthusiastic, uh, knowledgeable, knowledgeable presenter for both for both. Doctor Who stuff and Oz stuff. Uh, he runs an Oz blog
1: where he mentions everything ever having yeah. to do with it and he knows everybody. Yeah. And these are really darling people. So yeah. we get to meet up with them and hear about the convention the Doctor Who convention.
0: Oh yes. Uh, there's going to be one here in the Northwest. They are um, they're reviving a uh, British TV uh, con that used to happen and and for the we'll, life have, me. we'll have a
1: link for this listener on our blog when Sh- we release this podcast.
0: Shinks in the low notes. Um
1: <laughs> We have the links. They're packed because we to pack because we have to leave tomorrow morning. You don't know that, but we do. Anyway, and they're re- they're
0: packed. reviving this this old con that used to happen around here. Yeah. Um they think that they can do uh for the Northwest what um at, just as Emerald City is sort of an alternative to San Diego, um this Who convention in the northwest will be another alternative
1: uh, Alternative? hey guess what you're drinking alternative
0: will be an alternative to Gallifrey 1 which sold out this year in 75 minutes so
1: you didn't get tickets
0: yeah so if you're a doctor who
1: no no if you have an extra ticket for Gallifrey
0: (laughs) right to this podcast courtesy of Mark Mark
1: Masterson (laughs) (laughs) he would your ticket the extra one he'll pay you yeah what you paid for it um plus you know goodwill will throw your name out on our website everywhere oh uh, sure yeah um he needs one so so we met it with the Yovogs and then um uh then we went on a merry way and we saw things yeah so so this is where we should mention so this convention center is, is not a regular... Co- like, you don't walk in and there's a large room. Well... It's, it's not like the San Diego Convention Center, which is... One long hall. ...football long hall. Long hall. This three is, football. This is a convention center that has... And I didn't even know this until Saturday night. Six stories high. Because I thought yeah. it was three or four. Well, here's but the But it thing. doesn't even make sense. Because there's escalators go to floors that are in-numbered, in- improperly numbered. There
0: There's the numbering that the... Con- this is what I've learned. Yeah. There's a numbering that is on the walls that the convention center uses. Yeah. Then, Emerald City, the, the convention, the, the convention, renumbered things for their own purposes. Yes.
1: So, not only, now I have to explain, listener, this convention center is so Escher in that you walk in and things go to places and lead to other places that don't quite make sense. I still, I've spent four days here. I have no idea how to get to one end of this thing to the other. And I've been sober. No, exactly. And And, uh... Yes. Yeah, so six stories, very weirdly. Basically, if you took San Diego Comic-Con and stacked it and well, then he, actually, threw in be, acid, that's the layout of this building.
0: What you do is you take the San Diego Comic-Con, you take three football lengths, you slice them up, Yes. you stack them, you shuffle them.
1: Yes, shuffle, yes.
0: Then slice it again. Yes. Turn it into a Rubik's Cube. Yes! <laughs> spin them and say... Go find Hall A. Yes, <laughs>
1: that's, that's the layout of this building. So um, so we spent a lot of time wandering to the exactly wrong part of the building. Yeah. Even though there's maps clearly laid out, I would stare at them going, but I still don't no. understand how to get somewhere. And then
0: that's why you should go to a room and there'd be a sign on it saying, this is not the room you're looking for. You
1: need to go to the other building. You
0: need to go to the other building. <laughs> even though it's has the same
1: number. Not even the other end of the building, the other building. So, um, so that's, the, it wouldn't be a complaint because it's just the layout of this building. It's yeah. just, when you come to this convention, don't be sober because you'll be less frustrated. Sure. I mean, be rel- be sort of. <laughs> Except and, and the fact that it's not easy to find anything.
0: <laughs> or, or just like, if you find yourself in one room, don't go to any other room.
1: Exactly. <laughs> just stay there. Just so oh, that's how we started going through the convention is Marx had this philosophy, we will stick to the right, right. and we will stay up to the right of the wall and walk around and we will eventually go in circles. We'll
0: say it's like a labyrinth, right? Where you always... You, you always... <laughs> Turn right, yeah. But
1: then we walk in this one room that we thought was a big square or a rectangle, and found out there's another room that leads off of it. And then we found out there was another room that led off of yeah, that. it's, it's a,
0: not only Escher; it's like a fractal. Yes,
1: and so it became impossible to stick to the right. And so we're we're certain we missed parts of this room, even though we did it as scientifically as one could.
0: Wow. It
1: it so so listener, it's a three day long convention. You need <laughs> all three days to find everything.
0: But. That said, the next year you go, you'll, you'll probably be okay.
1: No, next year we'll go and I'll still be like, how do we get to the third floor? No, South I, galley."
0: I, I, feel pretty, I feel pretty good right now about...
1: I have no idea how you figured it out. Um, I've been drinking a fraction of what you've drunk. I have no idea how you navigated that. I, oh, because oh, I just said you have to go not, not sober. sober. Well, I didn't follow my own directions.
0: And, and there's a little thing in my brain that sort of orients to...
1: Is it a small man?
0: No, it's like a pigeon.
1: You have a pigeon in your head.
0: Well, I have. I have what a pigeon has in its head, in my head. Birds? No, it's like a little magnetic stone.
1: I mean feathers. Sunday.
0: Here's the the day doesn't matter. It kept it 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 going. We went to no panels. We did. We we had this excellent line of panels to go to. We did. And we went to. Oh, here's the here's the thing. Zero. Uh, Everyone, Um, there's a very crowded subway. On level three, I
1: think it is. No. He means subway. The oh,
0: sandwich sorry. shop, yeah, sorry.
1: not the actual subway. Yeah. No, because that's the secret tunnel we took. We found a secret tunnel between our hotel and the convention there center. There are secret tunnels under Seattle. Or through Seattle, because one went, went through the side of the block to the other side of the block.
0: Yeah, warn the lizard people.
1: Don't just walk into a store and think there's a back of it.
0: No, <laughs> no, no. Sometimes it
1: just keeps going. <laughs> we love you, Jake Wright.
0: So uh, yeah, instead of if you think that
1: Sunday, uh, Sunday we've realized we'd gone to no panels and we attempted to go to some and realized the futility. So we yeah. so we went no Saturday night we went to the party we forgot the party at the quote unquote Merriton.
0: That's for professionals.
1: And so you can't hear about it. If you weren't there, we'll just tell you. You should have been. No, And, side note, that hotel needs a second bar in the lobby.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is a generally accepted thing that at a lot of uh, comic book conventions, um, professionals, retailers, uh, artists, creative types, they will uh, gravitate to the bar of least resistance. Uh, Whatever drinking establishment is closest and easiest to get to, everyone just winds up there. I mean, you, you might have a party to go to, you might have something else, but if you've got nothing else going on, you just sort of sink to where's it's So, if
1: there's a hotel that yeah. is immediately next to a convention center, and it has mm-hmm. a bar, there's a yeah. strong likelihood that one of more of the nights, yeah. there will be people such as... Oh,
0: you know, people who work for the industry.
1: Yeah. That we may or may not know.
0: Yeah. Such a... Uh, you know, uh, Shadow Oz tarot deck artist, Steve Lerloha. Uh,
1: such as uh, Bob Shrek.
0: Bob Shrek, industry legend.
1: Yes, darling. Mentor.
0: Friend. Such Inspiration. As,
1: such as people from Denmark.
0: Henrik. Hi, Henrik.
1: Hi, Henrik. You're not listening to this. Oh, you're such a sweetheart. Maybe he will be. He's so nice. He is. Yeah. And, uh, and others. But and nobody other. named David Alcock was there. <laughs>
0: It's true. Actually, if you want people named Alcock, <laughs> you've got to go That's to Alcock. San Diego. Really, all the Alcocks congregate at Look
1: for British men whose name are seriously David Alcock and you'll find one eventually. There's no way he's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, all right. So that's. I, th- I think
0: we're winding down. It's, so it's, it's been the, What do
1: we have to say? We, sh- we should say we'll have a separate podcast all about our Kickstarter and exactly how to never ever run one the way we did.
0: Oh, sure. If, if you want feedback on um, the exact wrong way to, to do Kickstarter and yet get and succeed,
1: <laughs> succeed hugely because we had a giant goal and we hit it.
0: Yes. Um, we'll that's have a, a separate podcast yeah. on that one. I don't think that one should be a Six Shots podcast.
1: I think it should be as much
0: alcohol as possible. If In which case, that's going to turn into like, and then you fucking said.
1: <laughs> so, listener, that's the end of this podcast. <laughs> the end of our Emerald City Comic-Con 2014. This is how we attended as non-exhibitors. Yeah. It, we it's... were pros, just like. A professional hooker, <laughs> <laughs> a prostitute, a prostitute. That's right. We were prostitutes. Uh,
0: it, it, it's a great show. Um, we did not do it justice. You can
1: uh, go, but only after we've bought our tickets or or gotten our tickets. No, yeah. Because we're pros, we don't have to buy them anymore.
0: Actually, we're gonna do the uh, the the coat check booth.
1: That's right. We have to do that. And don't stay at the Meryton, quote unquote
0: right we need a room so
1: yeah we're we're gonna stay there so you can't because we stayed at a hotel that's like six blocks oh, you should stay here the w hotel
0: it's a, it is a lovely hotel
1: which has really funny signs all over the rooms
0: and, and the elevators talk to you
1: yes mats that change from good morning good afternoon to good evening yep and uh yeah all right for photos of this and more look on our blog and that's the latest in the shenanigans and nonsense that we Illogical Associates are creating for you. For more like this, check out our websites at illogicalassociates.com and illusivecomics.com. Not elusive with an E, but elusive with an I, because you know it's magical like that. See you soon!